Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I am your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is a podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and, you know, living through a pandemic. We decided to take the first part of our podcast to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic, how it's affecting our lives, how it's affecting your lives, and how it's still going almost a year in, and good times. <laughs> how have you been? Oh, fine. Just waiting for this vaccine situation. Well, really waiting on Washington to decide how they're going to make sure we all don't die. Yeah. That's mostly it. <laughs> what about you? Uh, about the same, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So we're all in the same little We're all just hellscape. hoping, yeah, we don't all die. That's good. Yep, that's like, at this point, it's the least they could do, is <laughs> not kill us. <laughs> That would be nice. So uh, let's jump into it. Uh, how's the greater Virginia area doing? So uh, we are at 493,674 cases, which is over the past three weeks, it's an average of um, 35,252 cases a week. So because the last time I didn't take uh, proper notes on my computer because things were crazy <laughs> it was three weeks ago so there we go <laughs> um and we're at 21,113 hospitalizations so that's about 731 hospitalizations per week uh on average and we're at 6,308 deaths which is about 332 people per week for the last three weeks so um when i looked at where we were at it it's definitely virginia has been getting worse but it's also not like like completely spiraling out of control i mean this is definitely out of control oh yeah so it's not like (laughs) out of control squared um so yeah i don't know well we'll see i'm hoping that the holiday cases spike will is is over um, yeah and we can kind of start going down there uh we have 16 cases of multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children and uh 6.5 percent of the population is vaccinated with at least one dose so not very many it's about uh, 800,000 um (laughs) So they need to get on that. <laughs> they they do. They surely do. Uh, what what about Colorado? What's going on over there? Um, uh, maybe better. Uh, so we're at three hundred. Oh, sorry. Yeah, three hundred ninety-one thousand six hundred ninety-nine cases, which is up about ten thousand week to week. Which honestly is our lowest week to week since uh, your surgery. So. Oh wow. Something. All right. Um, and I'll we have it. uh. 21,713 hospitalizations, that's about up about 600 week to week. Again, uh, about our lowest number since uh since your surgery. And 4,892 deaths, which is about 400 week to week, and we're sitting right around a 4.4% positivity rate, which is okay. slowly going down. Yeah, so, yeah. uh I think we're we're doing better. We're not where we were in July, but mm-hmm. we're not where we were in November. <laughs> right. So somewhere in between. I mean, you guys just played a show, so they, it's, it's in somewhere in the middle yeah. land. <laughs> um, in local Colorado news, um, there's a big dust up of, again about uh, starting in-class, um, in-person classes and unfortunately though there's been 30 outbreaks in schools um since january so well since january yeah. it's still january <laughs> <laughs> at least the article i said since they've been back to school at the beginning of january yeah we've had 30 outbreaks so maybe hmm. in person doesn't shouldn't happen yet or they need to like actually take some measures what are they going to school and licking everybody like what i don't (laughs) i don't understand i mean i i just i do understand it's just i don't know just confusing there's so many different ways it can go wrong it's so hard to make sure that it doesn't go wrong but then 
if you don't try at all yeah it's not i don't know anyway it's it's bad on good news though um the aussies made some news a couple days ago they hit their 10th consecutive day with no new cases dang australia okay flexing over there so uh new south wales is looking to lower restrictions all right so. i mean good for them i yeah. i'm jealous I'm, i I was jealous of how free they got before they locked down again <laughs> yeah no they uh they went they went to tighter lockdowns faster but were able to get out of them sooner and i didn't see how much they're doing uh vaccinations but most of this isn't really due to vaccinations it's due to just quarantining and saying don't go outside following the damn rules following the rules (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and i mean now like they're suggesting double masking which i think sounds awesome at first i was like what but then i was like well if i wear a paper mask under my regular cloth mask and i change out the paper mask often i may get less maskne because it's totally been an issue because my skin is so fragile it's like oh something's touching me here have five pimples and i'm like great (laughs) so maybe this be this will help me not break out as much it could be it's worth it if you can get all the paper masks and i'll be safer and won't get covid (laughs) yeah that's always a bonus too (laughs) uh so what's new in luna's world these days um honestly the biggest news right now is that the trolls hath found me Uh-oh. on twi- both twitter and tiktok um which is super annoying because <laughs> i don't i don't like care like yeah. i don't know i hate social media it's, it's it most of the time it's dumb like i like hanging out with friends or whatever but like or knowing what's going on in their lives but then like when it comes to real stuff it's like i don't know so i i shared this uh article from a um a news organization in florida basically this student resource officer in uh eustis at eustis high school in lake county tased a student uh the student did attack him she apparently like open face slapped him a bunch and kicked him or whatever and he thought well i can't handle this situation and i guess i just have been so overwhelmed by this teenager that i'm going to tase this girl (laughs) and she's gonna fall to the ground in front of you know everybody in this cafeteria up against a wall and it's like what i there is no reason why this would be okay like why this is not a good use of force whatsoever a taser can kill people Mm -hmm. it has there's no reason to use that on a minor you are a grown-ass man with training why the fuck are you tasing this teenager so i posted that on twitter and was like i'm not surprised that's all i really said i was like well yep here we go (laughs) yeah um and some bootlickers all up in the comments, like, trying to tell me like it is. And, oh, everything's racist just because it fits your narrative. It's all that Fox News, like, yeah. you know, language of, like, this fits <laughs> your narrative and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, first of all, read words. Read the article. <laughs> Do you know what you're saying? And then Karen on TikTok commented on a video I made about it and was like, you're gaslighting. I was like, define gaslighting. Yeah. I don't think it means what you think it means. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Are, what is wrong with these people? Go home. Leave me alone. Like, let. I just wanted to express that there is no situation where this is okay. Yeah. Like, she's in school. She couldn't even have a weapon on her if she tried because they're all fr- basically frisked to go to school now. Yeah. So. Why do you why do you feel the need to taser her? Were you just so embarrassed that she slapped you? Like <laughs> what weak 
person feels the need to do that to a minor. It's just, it's disgusting, but apparently people don't like that I feel that way, and I don't really care. But anyway, that's what's going on in my world. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on in your world? Sorry to hear that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Nothing crazy new. Um, We booked a few more shows uh, going forward, so that's going to be fun uh, with the band. And think that's about it nothing yeah new nothing shows crazy yeah <laughs> so yeah let's uh let's dive into our topic of the week what are we talking about this week so this week since we have a new family in the white house i thought it would be cool to take a little time and talk about our new first lady first lady of the united states that is dr jill biden um you know, the first lady doesn't really have any, like, legislative political role mm-hmm. or executive role at all. Um, first ladies do typically take care of some behind-the-scenes stuff and give a lot of speeches. And they usually have initiatives that they, um, you know, put throw their newfound fancy name behind. Yeah. Uh, and, and money. Um, yeah. But... I I just thought it would be, you know, after so much hullabaloo about her being a doctor and uh, meaning that she has her PhD, not that she's a medical doctor. Um, yeah, I, it'd just be cool to talk about her. So, sure. Matt, what is her background? Like, what's her bio? All right. So, uh, hopefully I don't get too detailed here. So, if we get too in the weeds... Let me know, but... Uh, <laughs> I'll just start screaming. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, former second lady, current first lady, Dr. Jill Biden was born June 3rd, 1951 as Jill Jacobs in Hamilton, New Jersey. Um, she, Doesn't that mean that she's 69? She is. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is not us commenting on her body or anything like that. It's just a cool number. God. Although she was a model for a bit, FYI. Oh, was she? she was. Dang, girl. Uh, so she started, um, I'm going to fast forward real quick just into her uh, college years. That seems fair. Because uh, most women <laughs> don't like to talk about their high school years, so we're just going to bypass that. Most humans. Most humans, general. this is true. <laughs> So uh, she started uh, started school in her uh, junior college in Bradywine College, and that's where she met her first husband, Bill Stevenson, in 1970, and they got married in her first year in college. Um, after they were married, she moved to or she moved her education to the University of Delaware with a um, with her major being English. Her and Bill uh, separated in 1974. Um, don't r- really know why, but doesn't really matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Quickly after uh, that, she went on a blind date with, uh, at the time, Senator Joe Biden in 1975. Joey boy! <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, started dating. At the same time, that same year, she started her uh, bachelor's in English. Or actually, she got her bachelor's in English in 1975, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And she began uh, substitute teaching and eventually taking on full-time teaching roles in various uh, public high schools. And finally, after multiple times asking her, uh, she did uh, agree to marry Joey, um, and they got <laughs> married in 1977. And uh, her family grew quite large at that point because he had two sons from a previous marriage. Um, it's a really sad story. I won't go into it now, but... Uh... I mean, y'all should know it already. <laughs> like, like it's, it, his, yeah, it, Joe Biden's story, President Biden's story is out there all the time, forever. So yep. if you don't know the story of his wife and sons, go look it up. <laughs> And she uh, started working on her master's degree at Westchester State. And in 1981, whilst pregnant, she finished her master's degree in education with a specialty in reading. So go her. 
That's awesome. And soon after, her only daughter was born, Ashley Blazer, in uh, June of 1981. Um, At that point, she went back to work uh, teaching uh, with emotionally disabled students, and that's uh, an area where she specializes in, and also did uh, a lot of English classes at a... Hold on, I forgot to write this down. (laughs) Um... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> um, she did English classes. Yeah. Um, but she worked with a lot of uh, emotionally uh, disabled students and special needs students and worked a lot with that. Very cool. In 1987, she got her second master's in English from Villanova. And she went on for 13 years teaching in public high schools all throughout Delaware. Whoa, I had no idea that she spent that much time teaching high school. Yep. That's badass. Like, (laughs) teaching high school is not easy. It is not. (laughs) Holy cow, that's really cool. I wonder if she, like, looked at the Trump administration and was like, I wish I had them in in my classroom and I could just whip them into shape or something. (laughs) Right. Because they acted like high schoolers. and I Or no, they more acted like middle schoolers. So she would have been like, oh, they're too young. Right. (laughs) Too young to run the country. They're dumb. Uh, Anyway. Young and dumb. (laughs) <laughs> Except they're all old. Um, uh, well, yeah, that part. <laughs> That's what makes it sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, And then uh, from 1993 to 2008, she started working at the Delaware Technical and Community College uh, with a specialty in um, a re-ed- like re-education. Not re-education in like, the bad way, but like getting people that have been out of school for a long time back into doing school again and reteaching a lot of the English basics oh, and things that's really like that. cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, she said a lot of the time she really admired a lot of the women coming back to work, uh, going to school to improve their lives and a lot of cool stuff. She does a lot of work with community colleges and pushes for uh, the need for community colleges a lot. As someone should, yeah. it is important. <laughs> um, in uh, around this time, she began the Biden Breath Biden Breast Health Initiative, a uh, nonprofit that uh, helps promote breast health through uh, to younger people and how to properly breast. <laughs> oh, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Spoken like a true dude. <laughs> I mean, you just, just this kind of there, right? You're not doing anything. Uh, yeah, you do. You have to make sure that there are no surprise lumps. That's like how you make sure that you don't have breast cancer before you are old enough to get a mammogram. You should be doing it, too. Dude should be checking, checking for breast cancer as well. It's true. So... Ha. <laughs> uh, and she also started um, uh, Book Buddies, which is a another another nonprofit that gets uh, books to low income children all throughout Delaware. So uh, she's very active in lots of uh, charitable organizations, and this is pre Second Lady. She was already doing this. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, let's see. All right. And so in 2007, she got her doctorate of education from the University of Delaware. So that's how she became Dr. Jill Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one year lady, or sorry, a couple years later, she then became officially second lady of the United States. Oh, those years. <laughs> <laughs> Back back in the day, back when uh, we had a black president, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, since she's second lady and had to, you know, move to Virginia and all that, you think she uh, stopped teaching? Uh, oh. No, <laughs> uh, she started as uh, working as an adjunct professor for Northern Virginia Community College or NOVA, and. Uh, is thought to be the first second lady to have a, a paying job while in office. They're not 100% positive about that because not a lot of the records were kept about 
the really early second ladies and things like that. So, right. It's only to be uh, thought, but still very cool that she just kept on working. Totally. Um, in 2011, she was promoted to associate professor and taught full-on classes. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle would say whenever they're traveling, doing things in speeches, she was always grading uh, papers. She would uh, ask for time off from the university to go travel with her husband and do all the presidenting stuff. Aww. And uh, and she still had a cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. So she uh, didn't like let it, uh, you know, she didn't like step on anyone's toes or be like, I'm the second lady. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, she's doesn't seem to be that sort of person. And uh, since um, she was the second lady, which really no one cares terribly about, um, she, uh, people would sometimes ask her, like, you look familiar, like people in her classes and stuff. Or are you related <laughs> to Joe Biden? Be like, uh, uh, And she wouldn't say she was married. She'd just say she was related to him. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't think she's going to get away with that now. No. <laughs> Uh, and then in 2013, she started her second term as uh, second lady, as uh, Biden and Obama ran or had a second term. And uh, then another unfortunate ha- uh, happens or accident or thing happened, I guess, uh, around that time. Tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah. In 2015, uh, Bo Biden, her stepson, died of brain cancer. Uh, we should all kind of know about that, but. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. So um, after uh, after he was termed out, Joe Biden was, he decided not to run for president, and she just kept on teaching at Nova, just kept on keeping on. Um, That's right. And in 2019, she uh, released her, her memoirs, Where the Light Enters, Building a Family, and Discovering Myself. Aww. And... Um, she uh, was big part in the uh, recent presidential campaign for Joe Biden, uh, pushing for a lot more. She had a lot more active role this time, and she said she's going to continue teaching uh, as first lady and be the first first lady to have a paying job as a first lady. Awesome, awesome stuff. Um, yeah, I'll I'll dive into kind of what she's doing now and her recent initiatives. Um, so as you heard, education is a big part of her, uh, one of her major passions in life. I, I, I didn't realize just how much of her life she had dedicated to education. But Yeah, I did hint at that um, a little bit. Just if you read between the lines, it's there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just hinted just a bit. Um, yeah, she spent a little bit of time in education. No, it's it's really cool. And I wonder if she's tenured now or she's on the way to being tenured but anyway uh, I'm not that I agree with tenure I think that that's an uh, archaic uh, way to run higher education but anyway <laughs> um, so her main focus areas are education military families and fighting cancer and so uh, in her time uh, after the Obama Biden administration she and Biden founded the Biden Foundation and the Biden Cancer Initiative so I want to offer some clarity about the Biden Cancer Initiative. Um, there was, there were rumors in 2020 going around that the Biden Cancer Initiative raised money for salaries and conferences instead of dispensing grants. The once credible New York Post, if you guys don't know that the New York Post is no longer credible, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> like, just look at the history of that organization and it is clear that they have turned and turned to clickbait like that it, oh, it yeah. is no longer a actual journalism site um but anyway <laughs> they posted an article titled tax filings reveal biden cancer charity spent millions on salaries zero on research so you can imagine that the trump campaign and fox news ate that up. oh yeah um yeah not surprising whatsoever However, uh, CancerHealth.com and uh, other places as well, um, they tried to clear it up by basically declaring that 
not even declaring, by revealing that the Biden Cancer Initiative never meant to award grants. So from the page of the Biden Cancer Initiative uh, on its Frequently Asked Questions page, it says, question, is the Biden Cancer Initiative a grant-giving organization? The answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) So it couldn't have, you know, they couldn't have, you know, dispersed grants or whatever. That's not what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to spend money on research. The Biden, it goes on to say, the Biden Cancer Initiative will largely not be a grant-giving organization and will accomplish its mission through convening, connecting partners, catalyzing new actions, and providing venues to discuss progress and develop new actions and collaborations. So essentially, it's like the Biden Cancer Initiative is like a homeroom for all of these different organizations, pharmaceutical organizations, other nonprofits, other for-profits to get together and talk. They're going to provide the incentive and initiative to get them all together to create new actions to to improve uh, how cancer is treated in the U.S. That's it. I mean, it seems really like floofy and silly, but it is necessary because the whole point of the organization was to unsilo cancer treatment, all the different pieces of cancer treatment in the U.S. Yeah. Um, because, as you know, that's how things get. Everything gets very siloed in any, um, what's the word? Well, it's gone. <laughs> I don't know. Industry. There you go. In any industry. <laughs> Anyway, so then about the salary thing, um, the CEO was paid a comparable salary to other similar similar roles in the industry. So there's nothing there either. Uh, so if this was your thing that you were like, I'm not going to like the Bidens. Well, you're going to have to find something else. All yeah. right. <laughs> um, so in addition uh, to her duties at the White House, like Matt said, she will continue to teach English at Northern Virginia Community College and... I wonder, my personal thought is, I think that's super cool, but I wonder how realistic that is and how expensive it's going to be for her to keep her job. Yeah. Because she's going to have to have first, like, um, Secret Service detail and well, all of that stuff. Well, she had that as from... second lady, too, actually. Um, I Yeah, but, like, it's going to be way oh, yeah. more now. No, it's it's Like, a she's not going to be able game. to be like, oh, I'm just related to Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like it's going to be way, way more now. So I just wonder uh, how sustainable that is. Not that I want her to stop. I mean, I want her to do it. It's just, I wonder how feasible that is. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so according to a New York Times article last week, Dr. Biden appointed a former Biden campaign advisor as director for the Joining Forces Initiative, a program supporting military families. So um, Dr. Biden started this organization with Michelle Obama when she, when Michelle Obama was first lady and she was second lady. So um, this was, this is not new, but it is uh, something that she's going to stay. She's going to keep close to her as she goes. Uh, And finally AIDS report. I mean, obviously we just started this presidency, but, Aides are reporting that Dr. Biden is expected to push for free community college and raise awareness for breast cancer prevention uh, during her time as first lady. So that's probably something we can expect to see. And I will personally welcome both of those things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. Uh, was not a fan of your favorite former cabinet member, uh, oh. Betsy DeVoe. Oh, <laughs> I bet. I always wondered. I always wondered, like, what Jill Biden said about Betsy, Betsy DeVos behind closed doors. She says we needed like a would... uh, secretary of education that's actually worked with an education. And that's the nicest okay. thing she said. I, I said behind closed yeah. doors. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what she was saying with a glass of wine. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just thought, um, I, since there has been a little bit of controversy here and there, and people are, oh, so many rumors are flying around about the Bidens and 
Dr. Jill Biden and people don't want to call her Dr. Jill Biden. It's like, get over yourself. Yeah, there's a whole kerfuffle about that, too. Yeah, like, it's not... Stop being so weak that you can't possibly imagine a world where a woman with a doctorate is addressed by her actual title. Yeah. Well, in general, in the world, we need to get rid of you can only be called doctor if you're a medical doctor it's hard to get a doctorate and you deserve to be called doctor i don't think that's a thing like that (laughs) isn't a thing like people that don't have medical degrees but have doctorates have always been called doctor it's just people that didn't want to address it made up this rule that it's like you don't have to call them doctor because they're not an actual no no (laughs) no they've always been doctor it's a doctorate it's a doctorate it's literally the name, the word that just like when you get a bachelor's degree and it's just very frustrating. Like people are like, they make up these rules to justify their insecurity. It's weird. Yep. Although I would like you to call me bachelor uh, sloth if you could. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to think on that. I think on that. I feel like we could. I feel like we could find something a little better. You know. Well, it is a BS, so you can call me. You know, total load of BS. <laughs> you got a bachelor in science. I do. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually also got a bachelor in science. So hey, hey here we go. We've got all sorts of BS going on here. Well, if you did, if you've been listening this long, then you know, you've been you're along for the ride. <laughs> So yeah, no, that's really cool. Uh, it's one uh, minor thing. I just think it's kind of funny to mention. Is it's mm-hmm. it's um, tradition that the outgoing first lady invites the incoming first lady for tea uh, at the <laughs> White House, and that did not not happen this time. I'm sure the invitation <laughs> was not extended, and if it were, I'm pretty sure Dr. Jill Biden would be like, "I'm going to bring my own tea." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to drink your your potentially poisoned Russian tea or something. <laughs> well, that's even if she was even there anymore because of all the fake Ivanka's, which Ivanka would you be? Ivanka wasn't or Melania, sorry. Melania. I don't care. <laughs> Although Ivanka was taking on a lot of the first lady typical roles. Yeah. You know, being more public facing and all of that stuff like Yeah, I'm just happy they're out of there. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unless we got anything else, we'll move on to the next part of our podcast. Let's do our it. distractions. What are we doing to distract ourselves with from the impending doom of COVID? God. <laughs> um, so I have been distracting myself, and right now I am out of this distraction, and I'm very upset about it. But the show Snowpiercer is so freaking good it's like my new favorite show like it's good oh my god i love it it's like it's i'm trying to it's like sci-fi but more about the people like just like bsg Mm -hmm. was more about the people than the science and then the walking dead is like a horror version of that where it's more about the people than the zombies Mm -hmm. it's it's that it's but it's more it's like sci-fi but you're on this train it's so how's it compared to the movie um the movie it's great i mean the movie is also good good. it doesn't they don't they're not connected in any way but it's the same concept of a train that is representing classism and you know the premise is that the world is frozen over and so this train is the last thing so they have to figure out a way to live together and it's not working out. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically how it starts. Um, the second season just started and I just watched the first episode and I'm like, I'm already like, Oh my God. Um, so I'm eager to watch the rest of the season and I'm annoyed that I have to wait every week <laughs> to watch it. It's not, and I, I'll probably have to buy the season to watch it too. Cause it's on TNT, but the first season is on HBO max and it's only 10 episodes long and David Diggs is the star and he is I mean like I thought he was good in Hamilton <laughs> but then he does this and I was like what 
like this this level of like talent should be like guarded right yeah what was that movie i saw him in that he's really amazing in um besides hamilton it's <laughs> gonna bug me and like and also he's in clipping so he's a great like musical artist and i just man david Diggs, like can we just go out to lunch like i just want to pick your brain <laughs> but then you'll probably say it in a really like cool savvy like rap-esque poet way and then i'll just be like wow and it won't be much of a conversation so maybe never <laughs> uh, he's in blind spotting that's what he was in he's great in blind oh, spotting yeah. and i s- blind spotting uh it's the one where he is um a former inmate trying to get his life back he's just on the last that's right i i still haven't seen that oh, one it's real that's good right. oh, yeah i need to rent that do it yeah I like to be Diggs. He's really great. And this role is just so good. I'm so happy that there's another season. And I think it will do well as a show. So I'm hoping for more seasons after this as well. But highly recommend it. Everybody should go see it. I will uh, put that on my list if I ever catch up on stuff. Oh I do God, catch up. I do it. catch up on stuff. You were that told will... you're going to get you're going to call me in 2035 and be like, <laughs> hey, I just watched Snowpiercer. <laughs> Like oh great Matt, <laughs> not at not at the rate that the uh, CW is crashing. Which <laughs> that's true, but you just started next gen, so goodbye for right. the next four years. <laughs> hey, I'm watching three a week. I'm getting through it at a decent pace. That's still a lot. Of <laughs> it is a lot of episodes. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, yeah. My I just I hope at some point you'll have time to watch it. And hopefully by the time you watch it, you can binge it faster than I have to freaking wait every freaking week like a normal person. Hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what are you distracting yourself with? Uh, well, the uh, band had a big summit of the minds of just uh, you know what we want to do in the future. And so a lot of things of that, how we want to pan out this year. So a lot of talking about that, a lot of thinking of things. So that keeps my mind pretty occupied of like, what can we do? What songs we want to do? How we want to launch a Patreon? You know, how do we do shows? How do yep. do music videos? All that fun stuff. So I've been thinking a lot about cool. that and mulling over that. So that's always fun stuff. Yeah, that's exciting. And, you know, there's since we were talking about how you can't really think about vacations, you can spend a lot of your time planning this stuff. Because exactly. we know that you need to plan things to feel happy. It's true. <laughs> and in a band where the other three people are all super ADD and <laughs> it does become an issue. Do they also like to wing things? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Matt, I think you're just surrounded by people that <laughs> like, just like, hey, whatever happens, happens. And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Can we schedule something, please? <laughs> You did very well when you came to visit, yeah. so I much my hat is off to you, and I tried to meet you in the middle. It was very hard. Yeah, we did it. We did it, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides that, uh, I went and saw Promising Young Woman in the theaters. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was good. Um, not as good as I thought it was going to be, but that's, that's yeah. the trailer's fault. It makes it seem oh. like it's going to be kind of scary, maybe a little gory. And mm-hmm. it's none of that. It's still good. Oh. But. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Uh, Parasite did the same thing to me, too. Make it, the trailer for Parasite, if you watch it, it's, does not represent the movie well. I, at least I don't think it does. Yeah, it makes it look creepier. Yeah. Than it is. But, yeah. I, I It's such an interesting art to create these trailers. And I do feel like anger when they <laughs> fool me into believing right. something that isn't the case <laughs> but i also hate it when the trailer is just the movie yeah a lot of yeah just faster oh yeah all the comic book movies do that and i just have to not i don't watch like i watch the first one and that's it because yeah they're just like yeah here's the movie exactly i've stopped watching so many trailers because i was like i want to like i want to enjoy the movie like stop telling me what happens i'm not a child yeah <laughs> God, but yeah, uh, interesting. Okay, but uh, but yeah, it's cool. still... I watched um, Black Bear by the way, so I also recommend that. It's I thought of you because it's Aubrey Plaza, 
she stars in it and she's so good and i don't think you'll like that movie <laughs> is she terrifying in it as well may yeah she's terrifying i don't in everything. think she's terrifying at all but you think she's terrifying just existing so. she is look at her <laughs> eyes they're dead soulless eyes She's no, definitely she's brilliant. She's I love definitely it. But yeah, she people. she does play a pretty like thrilling character in Black Box, um, Black Bear. So, um, check it out. I might because I it's like really uh, when you when she's used well, it, it does work. Because like Ingrid goes west, oh, she fit right in with that because you're not supposed to be settled with her. You're supposed to be like, oh, I don't know, like what's going on with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's really great. Um, anyway, what else? What have you else have I done? Uh, um, kind of. That's about it. Uh, still watching all my shows. Started Batwoman with the new Black Batwoman as the lead role, and how they panned off uh, Ruby Rose because <laughs> she oh. jumped off the show. If you didn't know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the CW's at. They already canceled two other shows, or they're gonna cancel at the. They got one more season, and but they are starting one new show. So, what's that? Uh, Superman and Lois. That starts in February. Oh, I don't uh, like even just the name. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So yeah, they're canceling okay. Supergirl for Superman. So. Cool. And then they're canceling Black Lightning as well, which is a real bummer. That's actually a really good show. Yeah, so. I enjoyed the first couple seasons. But any who's huh. it's well. Um, so Matt's distractions are <laughs> keeping up with a failing. <laughs> I I do think they got two years maybe left of the CW universe before it implodes on itself. Well. But yeah, it's it it's on everything. its way out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt will watch all of them. I will. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting all turned up for Titans because they just uh, announced uh, Tim Drake will be in the next season of Titans. I'm super excited for that. I'm happy for you. (laughs) Speaking of CW (laughs) stuff that no one cares about but me, (laughs) Titans. (laughs) Yep. Tim Drake is the third Robin, and he's the best Robin. He is the Robin when I was growing up in comics. So, oh, that's cool. It's like nostalgia. Yeah, and he's never had a live action interpretation. It's always Dick Grayson, Robin. Oh, what if he sucks then? He, he, he that's not a possibility. I mean, he might. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, I, I shorted out the slot. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's always the worry, you know, because they did Gambit dirty in a movie, and they did Multiple Man dirty in a movie, so we will see, but... (laughs) Okay, yeah, we definitely shorted him out. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the uh, everyone's favorite part of the podcast, (laughs) only in a pandemic. Our major civil unrest... Stories that can only happen in a pandemic or a major civil unrest. What do you got for us? So only in a pandemic do I not wear makeup whatsoever for about three months. Almost three months. Wow. But then I broke it. <laughs> Is that for your TikTok that you did? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do the Busset Challenge, and I was like, there's no way I can do the Busset Challenge and not put makeup on. Uh, so I did because I haven't been wearing makeup on TikTok at all because it's like my that was my thing I put my foot down I'm not put I'm not gonna wear makeup to make content like it's just not a requirement for me to do that but then the busted challenge and I was like man let me do this before it gets too old and then I did it and I was like why did I put makeup on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I I mean, it's fine. I don't mind putting makeup on. Like, it was fine, but it's like, I I like my life without makeup. It's kind of nice. We'll <laughs> save makeup for the, for the nice occasions. But, yeah, I don't think there's ever been this long of a stretch of not wearing makeup. Wow. So. Well, welcome to part of my world where uh, when I was doing my horror reviews, which I might bring back, uh, the, the shortest part of doing any of those was the actual filming, and I would have to do, like, 
10 minutes of makeup, maybe even longer <laughs> sometimes for like five minutes of on, on camera work. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So de- you're dedicated to your craft. I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your only in a pandemic story this week? Uh, I was hoping I'd think of one. <laughs> oh, you show. lazy podcaster, you. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, there we go. All right, this is stupid, but we'll do it anyways. All right. Only in a pandemic do you get a a, a little doily on your on your soda at a restaurant. A doily. I thought that was weird. Yeah. So when they delivered my soda. Um, at um, Alamo, it had like a topper on it, like a little plastic, little paper oh, topper. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's I've had that before, before COVID. But that makes sense that they would do that. Cause yeah, so like, they're not breathing your in lips your lips. Can touch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let your lips caress this glass. <laughs> and also, their food is still uh, absorbently expensive for what you get. It is very expensive, yeah. Very. Um, but I will say they, they've done pretty good with how they handle COVID. Um, oh, that's good. So uh, if you don't know, they uh, pre you have to pre-order your food when you order your ticket, so you don't have to talk or <gasps> use the pen or anything, okay. which is a bonus. Screw that. I don't want to <laughs> have to decide what I'm going to eat any sooner than right before I eat. <laughs> Because as soon as I order it, I'm going to be like, oh, man, I don't want the chicken nuggets. I want the salad or whatever. Like, (laughs) oh, that's, oh, I would hate that. I would hate that. I would be fine with, like, ordering, like, I'd have to buy my ticket at the the door. Like, that's the only way I'd be able to do it. I would not be able to buy my ticket on the app before I got there. I don't know if they let you do it at the door right now. Don't they have little boop boop machines? No, they had that all. like quarantined off those are all shut down at the moment yeah i think they want everyone on the apps that way you can you know they can separate the tables more and stuff and well all right regal you need to reopen (laughs) right i've been waiting for regal to come back like oh come on i mean i love but i also get it it's just i don't i mean one the closest alamo here to me is uh in charlottesville so like which i don't mind my partner lives in charlottesville so i can go but if they're not this particular alamo doesn't play anything fun it's oh. all very like mainstream e um and so that the regal the big regal actually gets all the indie stuff so things are a little flipped here weird yeah so yeah the regals here only get the big stuff yeah Except for one I found playing Parasite that was super far away when I did see Parasite. I was like, <laughs> well, that's the only place close to me playing it. I guess I'm going there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But, you know, good on them for trying. And, yeah, hopefully Regal can figure out a way to open at some point soon. Yeah, and, I mean, maybe more places should have little doily cup drinks. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so that your lips know it's safe. It's safe for your lips. <laughs> all right, let's round this one up a little bit shorter this week, but that's all right. You guys will live. You'll you'll be fine. <laughs> so with our uh, hermit level of the week, a 10 being Howard Hughes, and you're locked in the theater. You haven't seen anybody for weeks, and, and you, you're afraid of the sunlight. Or a 1 that you are um, Jack on the Titanic and you're, you know, dancing around the lower decks with all your peeps and uh, shoving a lady off the edge of the Titanic. Goddamn. That's what you, <laughs> that's that's a that's a deleted scene where he actually just after she after she's like I'm flying he goes, "Really look." And she he pushed her off. You didn't hear about that? It's a real thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, Any my reasons. hermit level this week is a nine because I've only been leaving to go teach class or train and then I just come here and I haven't been talking to literally anyone unless I'm being paid to. So, yeah, I've just been hiding away, <laughs> which is fine. I've just been like keeping my head down and trying to get through all this work, you know? Yeah. So nothing exciting. 
And then also dealing with these TikTok fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feed the trolls. I wasn't feeding the trolls. The trolls like came out of nowhere. Well, you're a woman on the internet and that just rubs people yeah, wrong. With an opinion. Re- How yeah. dare I right. have an opinion? <laughs> Good God. But anyway, all right. And what about you? What's your hermit level? Probably a six, maybe a seven. I'm trying not to go out as much because of the show, just to make sure I don't get any symptoms or anything. So far, so good. Um, But I did go to the movie theater, but I didn't actually talk to anybody. Um, So there's that. Uh, But we did have the band Summit, so. Okay. That's that's about it. So a little up there, but not too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially less hermity than when you didn't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like uh, a solid ass 10. I know you right. didn't want to say you were a 10, but you were a solid 10 that one week. <laughs> like, I haven't even gone outside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, cool. Um, so, so yeah. Where can people find us if they want to hit us up on them interwebs and not troll you? Oh, man. If you want to fight my trolls for me, you can find me at <laughs> L-U-N-A underscore M-I-N-U-I-T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. The trolls really aren't on Instagram. They're on Twitter and TikTok. Go get them. <laughs> um, you can find us at Goth and Sloth on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at gothandsloth at gmail.com. And you can find Matt where? I'm wizard underscore Matt on the Twitters. Or Wizard Cosplay on Instagram. My band is Leonardo Leonardo Band on Facebook and SoundCloud. And hopefully soon to be Instagram. Mm. Um, uh, my YouTube channel is Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. Don't have much new on there right now, but that's okay. <laughs> and my uh, personal music stuff is Matthew James Music 2020 on SoundCloud. Or you can find me on YouTube. I put out a couple videos and good stuff. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you guys for listening. Please continue to wear your masks. And whatever I usually say. Oh, my God. Uh, You say wash (laughs) hands and I say wear a mask. Oh, is that what it is? Oh, I fucked it up. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Also, wash your hands. (laughs) And also wear a mask. You should leave that all in. Oh, I'm definitely going to.